What is up, fellow nerds? Welcome what's back. What's up? What's up? Yeah, welcome back. Hey, to what's up? <laughs> welcome back to the Nerd Like Me podcast where we talk over each other. Um, <laughs> I'm Aaron McGahee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's Corey Howe. Yeah. And this is the Nerd Like Me podcast. <laughs> you can send your questions to nerdlikememedia at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. He uh, never fails. Never fails. Um, so, uh, we... Uh, we talked a little bit last time about how Aaron and I were working on our Stormtrooper armor, um, and we kind of got it, and we we're kind of in over our heads. So, yeah, just a, just a smidge. Uh, just a smidge, like like iceberg smidge. Like, <laughs> like the tip is what we've got done, and the rest of the iceberg is what we have to get done. Yeah, so uh, what we did is we reached out to the uh, local uh, 501st, and um, they are the kind of the cosplay enthusiasts here in Louisville that, that specialize <laughs> yeah. in, in dark side stormtroopers, yep. um, Darth Vader, that kind yep. of cosplay. And um, they, uh, you know, they had us over on a, on a Sunday to That's one of their houses, and there was probably, you know, four or five of them there, and they kind of set us straight. And uh, got us on the path and helped helped us helped us understand yep. kind of what the process really the looked like. Crazy thing is, is their uh, the their squad leader. Yeah. yeah, I served in the military with him. Yeah, awesome guy. Awesome yeah. guy. So, small world, isn't it? A very small world. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was a really good experience. Those guys were super cool. Which oh, again, just wonderful. like everybody I've ever met in like the nerd community, very open, v- willing to help you, very helpful. Yeah, like. I expected them to be like, uh, no, get your suit together. We'll tell you what to do. And well, we're then, not going to help you do it. Right. But, man, he was like giving letting us, us tools. Giving us tools, letting us use even his materials, right. his elastic, he his was making stuff for us. Right. And uh, actually, uh, speaking of that, um, I actually had to stop and tell Cassidy the other day because um, it was maybe Monday or Tuesday. And uh, John, the guy that was helping us, yeah. um, he texted me. He was like, hey, I just wanted to check in. One of you guys left some stuff here, so I think you left your... Your bag there of uh, the supplies and stuff. Oh snap! It's all good. So, um, anyways, but he was also. Does the like, bag have any money in it? <laughs> it doesn't now. I mean, it, it had a hundred dollars in there, and, yeah. and it needs to be there when I come pick up the bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, he also said, uh, you know, I've got a two by two sheet of ABS. Nice for you, and, and I was like, well, okay, yeah, just let me know how much. So I he owe. just got us extra material. Yeah, and I was like, well, just let me know what I owe you, and you know, and we'll, you know, I appreciate it or whatever. And he's like, no, man, don't worry about it. This was what somebody extra extra that they were using on another project, and they didn't need it. And I'm like, so we got free ABS now. Yeah, because so what what ended up happening, guys, is we took some kind of base measurements. Yeah, um, <laughs> kind of test test fitted the armor on ourselves. Um, and our proportions are not exactly stormtrooper like because yeah. the uh, the the molds yeah. for the original stormtrooper armor were made in England in the seventies um, for a guy that was five foot eight and one hundred seventy pounds. Yeah. So Aaron is a little bit taller than that, and yeah, we are both I'm six old, foot yeah. two hundred and five pounds. Yeah, and I'm five eight and two hundred and twenty <laughs> pounds. So <laughs> we we don't exactly uh, no. conform to the standard model for a stormtrooper. Yeah. Found out that uh, we don't fit into the suit, so we're gonna no. have to we're gonna do some uh, some crafty stuff to get in there. Yeah, he said you need to you need about. Three inches of shims. Yeah, on my legs it'll be three inches, <laughs> yeah. and on my arms about an inch and a half. <laughs> You're gonna look like Bane in a stormtrooper. <laughs> That's fine with me, bro. I'm a shock trooper. <laughs> yeah. They send me in first. I'm kicking the door in. Yeah, you're a, you're literally I'm a, a melee trooper. You're literally a heavy trooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, it was a really cool experience, and um, I'm looking forward to working with them. And you know, it was funny because he even after he said that, you know, he was like, "We also need um, white elastic." Um, for something, yeah, and he's like, "But don't don't worry about that yet." He's like, uh, "Wait till I get a good coupon for it." So he's like, "Okay," he's like doing he's he's, he's shopping taking care he's of shopping us. for it, yeah. man. I mean, um, and that's kind of like I said, that's what I see in the nerd community. If yeah. if you're really into something, yeah. and or if somebody else is really into something, and you're interested yeah. in that thing too, and you kind of express your interest yeah. in that, yeah, they do like whatever they can, yeah, to get help get well, you into it, that same it's, hobby. It's crazy because I've always been told that like. You know, you don't want to go around asking for stuff. You don't want to let yeah. people know that you need stuff or that, you know, you don't have everything together. But it seems like the complete opposite in the nerd community. It's like, when you, I mean, it's almost like when we what play, do you need, right? Like when we play like video games, I really think it goes back to that. 
Like when you play an RPG and you need to clan up for like a dungeon or a quest or something like that, you know, you have to ask people for stuff. Hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. And you come together and you help each other accomplish a task. I think a lot of people have that mindset. And it's whenever we like have a problem or we ask for something, people come together and they help us figure it out. And I think that's fantastic. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like you see the same thing when, like, we're playing, you know, Magic or whatever. When I went up to Cardinal, one of the first times, uh, one of the things that uh, another guy that was up there was like, yeah, I just got into the game a couple of weeks ago. And he's like, you know, everybody, I was up here on a Saturday and there was a bunch of people up here playing. And, you know, they t- they found out that I was new. And people were just, like, giving me cards left and right. Like, oh, you need some, here's some, that, you know. See, and that, and that, that, like, that's yeah, so cool to me yeah. that, you know, people don't care that, they're giving away something for free. It's right. the, the fact that they love their hobby so much that they want to see somebody else enjoy it. Enjoy it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, you just don't see that anywhere else, right. quite frankly. And I mean, that's one of the that really is one of the most awe inspiring things about the nerd community uh, is how well we've been able to come together. And, yeah. And, and we even have like we have daily debates. You know, and like we're always arguing about something. something. Yeah, yeah, something. Like we don't agree about something, but it's it's always been in the culture of nerddom. It's never been malicious. No, you know? not at all. Um, so yeah, I'm really uh, I'm really thankful to those guys. So just a shout out to to any of those guys if they're yeah. listening. Um, but then, uh, so I guess I really just wanted to update people on that. So. Uh, I guess we can go into some some news. I don't. We don't have a ton of actual news this right, week, but right. uh, one of the things that I did see actually this morning was that uh, Jaquin Phoenix has been officially confirmed as the next Joker. Why is there a new Joker? Yeah, we just talked about this a couple weeks Why ago. Why is there a new Joker about uh, potentially switching Batman? All you know, switching yeah. from Ben Affleck and yeah. people were theorizing. I mean, that. they can do that. Ben Affleck's got to go. Yeah, we know. We know. You don't like him. Um, <laughs> he shot thirty people. Okay, I think this is literally every episode. You know, remind <laughs> us that Ben Affleck's Batman. He's shot. a terrible Batman. You don't shoot people, Ben Affleck. Well, he does. Uh, you're gonna have to live with it. Um, but yeah, so I th- I think yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. Like, why are we? They're just setting themselves up for more and more failure. Like every every decision I see them making, yeah. Like you just can't help but like facepalm and be like, yeah. "What are you guys well, doing?" Well, we went through this with Spider Man. We went through this with the Hulk. Right. I mean, it should be it should be clear. Of, it should be a fact at this point that fans don't like it when you continuously change the the character. Like I well, I understand the characters are the same, but when you change the actor, it's really hard to fall in love with that person to get that continuity. Because yeah. you, I mean, then that's again, it goes back to our Marvel versus DC thing. But one of the DC or one of the arguments for the Marvel universe is that they've done a fantastic job of developing the characters and making you like them. Yeah, one of the reasons is because Iron Man has been Iron Man since like two thousand eight or yes, whatever. I mean, exactly. it's been literally ten years, right? Exactly. So. Um, and and yeah, you know, he and granted they, but they've also cast people that have done a very very good job, mm-hmm. in, in not only the the actors but the writers and in, in writing the story. So there is no need to be like, well, the last one sucked. Let's reboot it. Yeah, that's terrible. And if it's if it does suck, make a better movie next time. Yeah, don't 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 go recast back. everybody. Yeah. Because that, that just gets to the point now where, like... I Man, don't even, we all know you guys suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and there's nothing really for me to look forward to. No. You know? Because no. you can't fall in love with the actor. No. I know that, well, this is, you know, Ben Affleck. I liked him in this scene in, in the movie. But, or what, you know, my point, though, <laughs> yeah, is if somebody yeah. does like him, then they're not even confident that the next Batman movie... He'll be there. He'll be there. Right. So why even invest in yeah, that? I, you know, there's yeah. no reason to. Yeah, I mean, that's the difference between a series and a standalone movie. Right. You know, it's that standalone movie, one and done. Where if you're having this build-up, you can't keep changing the actors during the build-up. No, I mean, you know, well, they're, they're you trying. Lose, you lose interest. Yeah, they're trying, right? And it's just and it's clearly showing that it just doesn't work. Good luck, guys. Yeah. Um, so that's really uh, the the pinnacle of the nerd news that I saw, and I just wanted to basically rip on DC a little bit again because I think they're making bad decisions. <laughs> they are, making and it sucks bad. because I mean, Batman was like my favorite superhero growing up. Yeah, and, and I strange. and I like outside of um, yeah the the Dark Knight trilogy, like yeah. I feel like 
you're ruining like you have this opportunity now where it's so mainstream right that you're gonna get whatever budget you fucking want exactly. to do a and movie. then you go and stick ben affleck in there and then you just make bad writing decisions or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. i mean you know there, there's so much potential there that it's like what are we doing yeah you I, know and i think it's like they were trying to go for some edgy some kind of dark like ev- everyone in the nerddom now pretty much like we know that uh, um, DC is dark. They're considered dark, grimy kind of movies, and it's like except for Superman, but yeah, whatever. Well, even that was kind of dark. Eh. Like he watched his his dad get ripped up by a tornado. I mean, it like he pushed Zod's freaking eyeballs in. Like I mean, that's it's, true. It's grimy, it's a little gritty. It's yeah. grimy and dark. Um, and I think they're trying to go for that. As a way to one up on the Marvel Universe, but the Marvel Universe is stomping them in just pure entertainment value, where it's character development, uh, overarching plots, things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess this is a good segue into one of the other things that I wanted to talk about was um, someone posted in the group, and it's got over the last week, it's got some of the most engagement that we've seen. Is um, he said Justice League was a Better movie than Civil War. Changed my mind. Uh, that's a dumpster fire. He, is it, a, a, yeah. We all know damn he's trolling, well. He's trolling with that. We all know damn well that is a straight up lie. He's straight. That's a dumpster fire. It's literally, <laughs> that, that, is, that is flaming dog poop in a brown paper sack. Okay. It's just... Because the more you the more you stomp on it to try to put out the fire, you realize you just get it on your boots. You just bro. get it on your boots. Like <laughs> he knows better. He knows that. that movie oh, he knows what he, he's just yeah. he's just he's just third yeah. in the pot. I don't even have to change your mind. You know, go look in the mirror. That that ought to change your mind. <laughs> you look at yourself. You know, splash some water on your face and like, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? No, I is, I, it, is yeah. this who I've become? But obviously it worked, right? I mean, yeah. it got uh, quite uh, 200, almost 300 comments. 300 comments? Are you... I think so. Really? Oh, actually, sorry. 485. What? No, 276. I was looking at the yeah, wrong one. Yeah, freaking... 276. What dumpster fire? That's all I got. I, I'm going to go find this, and I'm going to put a dumpster fire gift on it. Okay, everybody watch out for that. Because it's all... But yeah, there's just no way that that, I mean... Wow. I don't even know how to... Like, it's so wrong that I, I wouldn't even know where to, like, I, I try it. If you really think that, I have lost my faith in your ability to judge the quality of a movie. So, I don't even... Like, it's 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 frustrating. Right. Like, I don't even think it's worth yeah. trying, it, trying to change your mind. He probably thinks Dragon Ball GT is better than Super. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying at this point... Yeah, but point. Super Saiyan 4, man, is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's... Wow, that's pretty... He's a shitty person for that. Oh, I don't know. No, I think it's it's, it's in good fun. <laughs> yeah, I, this, this is the stuff that's no, fun. No, he's he, he's he's goading people good because I wonder what these comments are saying. What are people saying? Are they like? Oh, are they agreeing with him? Probably not. I, <laughs> it's hard to. Uh, yeah, someone says I demand to be removed from the group. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, "I think you just got the number one spot." Yeah, <laughs> uh, with with uh, that post because he triggered everybody. Yeah, you actually um, two weeks ago, you already just put a dumpster fire gif in it. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> when I see stuff like that, that's all I that's all I can think of is a dumpster fire. So I already put one in and there. Then, and actually, put someone did one agree in. with him. Um, Somebody agreed with said him. Justice League was better than a lot of Marvel movies. People just want to ride Marvel's eggplant. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, who are they? Oh my goodness! No, I mean, there's I, no. I don't even see. No, there's there's not one. There's not one DC movie that can stand up next to a Marvel movie. I don't know about that. Which one? The DC, the, the uh, Dark Knight trilogy of Batman. Those are good movies. That was good, but but what what trilogy could you put it up against? Not Iron Man. Uh, I don't know about that. Three Iron. Well, it depends on what kind. They're just different. They're kind of different, right? Because they are. Again, we go back to that gritty versus yeah. kind of action, right? Kind of up, upbeat, yep. kind of 
uplifting almost. Can, we can agree though that Marvel is destroying DC. Oh, there's no, it's not even an argument. Okay. There's no, okay. there's nothing not to agree on. <laughs> okay, can we? That's can, like that's like, hey, we got to agree the sky's blue. No, we don't. It's blue. <laughs> like you know, I mean, that's the same kind of argument. Yeah. So, can, I, can we agree that? Can we agree that Civil War is better? Then that yeah, absolutely. Sorry I mean, that was the excuse for, um, and I, and it's kind of even. Why would you? Why would you compare it to Civil War versus the Avengers? Yeah, you know, because yeah. there's. And I'll tell you why. Because there's no fucking way. That's right. That's an even right. bigger long shot. But really, yeah. that's the real comparison. Yeah. Because the Justice League is the Marvel, like in Avengers, they're Avengers. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it, that's the two peas in a pod kind of thing. Right. So. Why you can't? Com- why didn't you compare it to that? Because, because it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. So you just had a bunch of people telling you to leave the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can go now. Uh, how do we ban him? <laughs> um, so I thought that was a yeah. I just wanted to bring. I thought that was kind of a funny. That's a, that's a good post though, because I'm pretty. It stirs sure the pot, bro. Somebody said I demand to be removed. And I was from actually trying to think of uh, ways that I could play devil's advocate, and, yeah. and I just can't. can't. You can't. I can't. Yeah. That's how far gone that is. <laughs> um, so the next one that I thought uh, is something else somebody... Well, it's something we're going to do, by the way, guys. We're going to probably, instead of if we run short on news or there's nothing super interesting that we think we can yeah. have an entertaining conversation about, we're going to go look back at... The, great posts. Yeah, you guys have... The you, the content is there, and, and you guys have probably already discussed this, so it's a fun way to kind of revisit some of that. And, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of this is still ongoing. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Um, so another thing that uh, somebody posted this last week was, uh, name a movie that traumatized you as a kid. So that's not hard to do. Oh, we've got a, we've got a winner. Yeah, freaking Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh my God. <laughs> that's the movie where the clowns were turning kids into cotton candy and popcorn. And you didn't want to be cotton candy? I don't like clowns no more. <laughs> No, I I've never understood that. I don't know what, like the clown phobia. You know, you never understood not liking a grown ass man who's got paint all over his face. Well, it's just it doesn't mean. I mean, I understand it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but does that need to be like um, a phobia? Yeah, absolutely. Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's especially as an adult. I get that. I guess absolutely. Get away from me. I mean, there's not too many people, unless I'm, like, at a Comic-Con or an obvious event where, you know, people are dressed up, where I would appreciate someone painted and and masked up, you know, trying trying um, to make a balloon. I mean, I think it's a tradition thing. I mean, I think, I mean, in this day, obviously, I think clowns probably have less of a place. But I mean, are you advocating for clown rights? I don't. Oh yeah, man, for sure. Stand up for your, your clowns, man. Corey's <laughs> advocating for clown. rights. I don't rights. see anything wrong with a man. They want to blow up some balloons at a birthday party, you know. Do what you want to do. I don't know. I mean, I think it's weird. I would never, you know, as a grown man, I would yeah. never be like, well, I'm going to put some makeup on and yeah. put these shoes on yeah, and this I nose mean, and go hop around in front of kids. I guess weird, <laughs> but but if you, I mean, hell, if it pays the bills, I guess. We'll do <laughs> People do a lot worse uh, shit to pay the bills. Excuse me. I got to get my unicycle from under the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't, you know, the funny thing for me is I never really watched a lot of like scary movies i was i've never been a fan not not only not i mean obviously they were like scary i guess Mm -hmm. especially when i was little but even now i just don't enjoy them scary movies yeah you don't like them no they're just so damn predictable that's true you know like it's like one of those things where it's like i like a movie where i get lost in it Mm -hmm. and i don't know what's gonna happen and it like you know you can you can pretty much call out what's about to happen yeah i mean it's like you know the a, it's the this plots are usually pretty damn stereotypical, yeah. and then if, on top of that, they're terrible about the way the shots are framed and the way the music is oriented. Like, you know, there'll be this shot where like you can only see somebody's face, or the camera's moving real slow. Or, like, yeah. you know, like you know, something's about to pop out, yeah. and the music gets all tense or yeah. it and gets it, super quiet, and you're like, all right, jump scare. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and I guess jump scares do get old after a while. Yeah, yeah. so I like st- I don't like scary movies necessarily, but I like um like like Silent Hill. 
like stuff like that, mm. which is a video game first, yeah. but um, stuff like that where it's like it's creepy, yeah, but it's not like. What about it, Insidious? Have you seen that? I think is that the one with the dude in the mirror? I, no, I think that's the one with the the kid. He goes to another realm or whatever, and then he, he end up bringing stuff back, and then they had to go get this like special lady who could see these other dimension or whatever. Yeah, see these uh, demons or whatever that came back with him, and could see them in the house, and she's like drawing them on a piece of paper. Oh, maybe I just am watching the wrong ones. I don't know. I mean, and that's. Check out Insidious. I think yeah. you might like that. Well, let's. Uh, if anybody's listened to this, when we post up the thread or whatever, just yeah. uh, drop a comment if there's a a movie you think I should watch. Because yeah. I mean, part of it is maybe just the ones that I have watched are so bad that yeah. like, I'm just like, yeah. I see a commercial for one, and I'm like, ah, fuck that. I'm not. <laughs> well, you got you got to step your uh, scary movie game up. I guess so. That's what I'm, that's why I ask for help. I'm not going to say they all suck because obviously people like them, so there's a reason for yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I like scary movies because I like the idea that something could probably scare me. Because, I mean, it's pretty... It, it takes a lot to get me, like, jumping or scared or something like that. Yeah. So, if a movie scares me, I laugh. Yeah. You know? Well, that's your defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah. Shunt I mean, it into humor, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that happened to me uh, uh, when I was deployed. Is Eventually, during IDF, whenever mortars or rockets would come in, I just start laughing. I'm like, yeah, they're trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> but So, like, when a movie scares me, or like, Haunted Houses. That's a, it's a good tangent. I know it's a tangent. I'm doing it anyway. That's fine. That's acceptable. <laughs> so, like... Uh, I love to go to all the haunted houses I can go to, right? And the reason why I go is kind of like this Spartan mentality of which one of y'all is going to scare me? Ain't none of these motherfuckers going to scare me. Right. And a lot of the times (laughs) what happens is I walk through the haunted house and I'm like, I can see you in the corner. I know that's a drop door. I know that, yeah, I can see you already. Like, do better next time. Scare me. I paid $40. You know, so I, that's why I like scary movies because I want to see if it's actually going to get me. You know, like it was good, but after I thought about it, he got killed by a bunch, bunch of kids. You know, and you're not really meddling kids. You're not really that. So movies that don't scare me are movies where the monster can be shot. If the monster can be shot, well, I'm you're, not, you're strapped up all the time. I, you don't I'm, care. Not, I'm strapped up right now. <laughs> I'm not like I'm just not scared. You know, right and. It's a, it's, there's a lot of movies where finally someone gets a hold of a gun and then the movie's over. And it's like, <laughs> why don't you have a gun in the first place? Open credits, end credits. Let's go. We're done, yeah. He's dead. We could have saved us two hours <laughs> yeah. in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, you know, but thinking back to a movie that, like, I, can, I can't even really remember one that, like... Just traumatized you? No. Huh. I do remember, though, uh, we went to Universal Studios when I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, they had two rides. They had a, a Jaws ride and um, um, another ride where you um, would you were in this, like, subway car. Yeah. And it, like, simulated an earthquake. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And, like, shit was shaking and, like, <laughs> stuff was falling over and, like, sewer pipes were rush, rupturing and water was, like, you yeah. know, the, the underground was flooding. Yeah. And apparently, I don't remember this, but my mom said I was like, I was convinced we were going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so scary movies don't do it. Natural disasters do but it. Theme for park you. rides, man, they'll <laughs> fuck me up. I don't know. So yeah. that, that's the best story I've got that I can remember about being yeah. like. Well, and then there was one time too. You probably laugh at this. Um, I uh, had a little G.I. Joe plastic knife, and I was probably like six or seven, and I thought my parents left, like left me at home. Yeah. And I was like super scared, so I hid behind a door with my G.I. Joe knife for like three hours. Hey, you was ready. You was on some Home Alone shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that little plastic knife, I was ready to... You was on some Home Alone shit. You was like, if anybody come up in here, they about to get got. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... um, Let's uh, let's move into our review for this week. All right, moving into this week's review. So we're gonna switch it up a little bit, and we've talked about movies for the last couple shows. Yeah. Um, so this week we're gonna do a video game. So we're gonna talk about PUBG. PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> um, Player Unknown's Battleground, which, if you guys don't know, is a, a pretty popular multiplayer game. Um, got started on uh, the PC platform. Yep. 
uh, probably a little over a year ago, year and a half ago, yeah. something like that. Um, it was released kind of um, in its early development phases. Uh, it wasn't when you could buy the game in early and, and kind of right. play it as they were building o- it. Kind open of, beta. Yeah, kind of, you know, so you weren't really playing the finished product. There were still a lot of bugs and yeah. stuff like Hell, that. Yeah, there still bugs. Um, yeah, there still is, right? Um, but <laughs> it uh, it grew extremely fast and there was a lot you know because it's the first game the first game of this type really yeah Um, battle royale but yeah yeah. so the the principle of this game basically is that you are loaded into the map a very big map by the way this is not like your standard call of duty we're sitting in a room right um you're on an island it's uh probably if you were to to run would probably take 10 to 15 minutes to run across the the whole thing yeah um so it, it's pretty big, and you spawn in, and you jump out of a plane with nothing. When yep. there are um, ninety nine other people in the game with you, yep. and your goal is to find all the stuff you need and fight everybody else to survive. And yep. you, you're supposed to be the last one standing. So um, it's a, it's a very. You also have different modes. You got uh, yeah. You could play with somebody else in a squad, or you could play in duo. Uh, in, yeah, in duos or squads where you have four people. So. You know, but the the principle is the same. So yeah. you and your squad mates, your other three drop friends, in. or you and your other um, duo partner would drop yeah. in together with in, nothing. With nothing, yeah. So uh, you can punch some people to start off with. Get um, a frying pan. Get, yeah, and you can find clothes. You can find ammunition. You have, yeah. you know, that's the thing. It's very. Um, I don't want to say realistic, but it's a about as realistic as you get in yeah. any of these kind of competitive games, yeah. um, where the. Um, yeah, finding a gun doesn't do anything for you. You've also got to find the specific ammunition, yep. not just bullets. So yeah. if you pick up a 9mm pistol, you, you need 9mm ammo. Yep. you got to find everything. Yeah. Your clothes, your helmet, your backpack, your... Yeah, your you, can, you only have everything. limited... You know, when you spawn in, you have a very limited amount yep. of uh, inventory space, so you need a backpack yep. and a vest to be able to carry more stuff. Yep. You need, uh, like Aaron said, a helmet and a vest to provide armor. Right. Um, with weapons, you can you can modify them, put different attachments on them, different grips, different stocks, different. It's scopes. awesome game. I mean, I love it just because it's got that uh, sand sand table feel to it. You know, it's just open world. Yeah, um, probably my favorite thing is um, the the type of combat that it is. It is while it is still there's twitch components to it. Yeah. Um, you're you're rewarded for playing smarter yes. um, than just. The ultimate, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're a good Twitch player and yeah. you're you can outshoot people, you'll do pretty well. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you were playing Counter Strike or Call of Duty or Battlefield or something else, where you might be able to be a little bit more rambunctious about how you play running right. a room and right. you know you're going to outshoot the three guys that are in there. Right. You, you're. I'll tell you, you try and run in a room in PUBG with three guys fighting you. You're not probably not going to go. It's yeah. not going to turn you're out so die. well. And the thing is, the main goal is to survive, right? So, yeah, in some instances, you have to fight. You don't have a choice. You're going to have to fight your way out of this. But the main goal is to be smart and to be resourceful. Yeah. And and to survive, right? Right. So there is this impending storm. Are the blue area, and that's the, yeah, ba- the forces, boundary, yeah. right? The boundary of the game closes periodically throughout the game, forcing everybody into a tighter and tighter and tighter space until there's only one man or one team left, you know, alive. Right, and it gets pretty tense when you get to the <clears> final <throat> circles. I mean, it, it's small, <sighs> and, and, and it really depends, guys, because that that map is so big. That final circle could be everywhere from inside yep. a building. To in an open field yeah. where there's literally yeah. nowhere to hide. Yeah. Um, so it, it, that's part of the fun too. Is yeah. every game in a, in a way is different simply there's based no on two games are the same. Simply based on the way that the circle closes yep. and gets smaller. So yep. well, I found out how the circle closes, and this is I mean it's not confirmed, but it it is the running theory on how the circle closes. The circle closes on the team or the person with the most kills. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. The initial circle closes on where the majority of the players land. And then from there, it closes in on the person with the most kills. We've tested it out, and it's worked every single time. Um, Anytime that I have over five kills, or anytime that my entire team has over two kills, we get the circle. 
and then people have to come to yeah, us. And let's well, you're also playing on mobile. So That's true. That yeah. may be different also. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, the game did start on PC, but it's made its way to Xbox. It needs to make its way to PlayStation, and it's also made its way to mobile. So, yeah. um, there are a couple different ways to play the game. Obviously, they're all going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know how they've not released any hard facts on how that circle right. Closes. And like I said, it's just it a may be, it may be random. It may be based on kills. It may be ba- based on player density. Yeah. Um, you don't really. I mean, in my opinion, I don't. I am never going to count on anything. If I'm right, playing, right. You know, I'm, I'm right. Well, that's why that's why uh, fans come up with theory. You know. Yeah, and, yeah. And then we just run it based on that, and it, it it's pretty. Uh, it's it's worked a lot for me. Yeah. Um. So it, yeah, I mean, it's a. Uh, I played probably for three or four months last year on the mm-hmm. PC, um, and it was a lot of fun. It was probably the most fun I'd had playing a game in a while. Um, I didn't. I played by myself some, but I mostly played in either a duo or a squad of people. Mm-hmm. And my my favorite games always tend to be the ones where um, I get to play with a lot of my friends. Yeah. Um, you know, you can play with random people, and that that's okay, I guess. But when you're playing with your friends, it's just a different experience. Yeah. Um, and and really, uh, games struggle to hold my attention if they're not a challenging, which PUBG is definitely challenging. Oh yeah. But b if I can't, there's no social aspect. Right. To it. Like yeah. I'm not going to sit in front of my computer and play a game for you know hours a day yeah. by myself. Yeah. You know, the, no game. I've played so many video games mm-hmm. over the years that nothing I sit down to play has ever wowed me that much. Where I'm like, I can't get enough of this. Yeah. It's irrelevant that I'm playing with myself. Like, <laughs> this is just such a good game yeah. that I need to play it. Yeah. Um, you, but, know, you, you haven't played uh, Fallout or Skyrim. I've played them. Yeah. But I literally get a couple minutes into it, and I'm like, I'm not. I'm not putting. Tw- <laughs> yeah. This game is not yeah. fun enough for me to put yeah. 30 hours into. And, okay. I, and if I want to know the story, I'll just read the shit on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. like, so you know, unless yeah. I sit down and play one of the game mechanics, you're like, wow, this is fucking. Yeah. You know, out of this world. I just can't force myself to do it. Um, and I like you know most of the single player games are really tough for me also because I like that that challenging nature. And to be honest, like single player games are, are either not challenging mm-hmm. if the difficulty is on a rel- like a, a reasonable level, mm-hmm. or it's ridiculously challenging. But it's ridiculously challenging in a way that just seems broken. Yeah, you mean like a campaign mode? Yeah, like if you're yeah. playing the campaign and the and the difficulty's on like normal or yeah, whatever, it's yeah. like too easy. I can't play. And then you turn it up on hard, and it's like okay, now people can see through walls and <laughs> are shooting me around corners and stuff. Like this is, and yeah. it takes me forty seven yeah. bullets to kill a guy. Yeah. That's not fun. That's just broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I rarely play campaign. Yeah. I, I always go straight to multiplayer. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, if you guys haven't played PUBG, definitely check it out. Um, don't be intimidated. It's it, you're gonna suck. If, yeah, especially oh, if you, you're gonna get shot in the face a whole lot. Yeah, if you've never uh, played, especially if you're not a, a first person shooter, you know, if that's not your background, you're gonna yeah. struggle. Yeah. Um, the one thing, like I said, my favorite thing though is the slow pace to that game. As much as it is, as far as you can get by being um, aggressive and mm-hmm. attacking people and whatever. It can I mean, also cost you. You can. Yeah. And a lot of times my success is I'm going to sit behind this rock yep. and watch these other three people kill, kill each, each other. Kill each other, yeah. And then I'm going to go take their shit. I do that a lot. And then while somebody, the last one standing. Trying is, to heal up. Or he's standing over somebody's loot crate, I'm going to shoot him in the back and take <laughs> yeah. all their stuff. That's I do that a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's just it's I mean, survival. How, how you would fight, right? It's, yeah, it's well. That's if why you were I out, love it. If you were out trying yeah. to survive, you know, in, in a military conflict, yeah. you wouldn't be running out in the field trying to fight people. No, it's well, it's dumb. A lot of the 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 reason why I love PUBG so much is because I can take a lot of the things that I've learned and apply and them, yeah. actually apply it, and it 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 gets me victory. I mean, it works, and so it. It it kind of allows me to express myself yeah. in that way. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with a game called Daisy? Uh, this is a zombie game, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is, um, and it's it, the engine is pretty similar mm-hmm. to uh, PUBG. The, the okay. movement, all that stuff. The the uh, ballistics are extremely. You know, it's the same system where yeah. there's bullet drop, bullet velocity, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and I played that years ago when it was in alpha mm-hmm. and it was really fun back then. Um, the zombie part of it, at that point was really not a, actually at some point they took most of the zombies out of the game cause they kept crashing the server. So <laughs> really you would just load in and try and find stuff and you just fight other people. Yeah. Um, and in that game, man, this is something that I, I would love doing. 
because I could have you know, and so in PUBG, there's a grid system where there you can the mini map you can see the distance. Yeah, yeah. In Daisy, that didn't exist. So, but you could sight your weapon. So in PUBG, guys, if you're looking through a scope, yeah. it's sighted at 100 meters. Yeah. And if somebody's further than that, mm-hmm. the bullet will impact lower than your reticle. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like a real rifle would. Mm-hmm. But you can also change the zeroing on your on your scope to to the appropriate distance and shoot on target. Yeah. Um, in Daisy, you could do the same thing, but there was no way to judge distance. Ah. Uh. So what I did though is I you know because I'm on a PC so I can do this is I had my second monitor I had up a third party website that had the map uh-huh. loaded in there and what I could do was click on two spots on the map. And it would tell me the distance. Ah, so I was sitting up in my pretty, in my sniper perch, <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'm right here on the corner of this building. He's down there by that yeah. uh, by the school right here on this yeah. corner. Click, oh, that's 400 meters. Are you sure you never been in the military? No, it's, I don't know. I mean, because that's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, that's that's pretty good. So yeah, so that's when I played PUBG though, because that yeah. game really wasn't competitive, and so this PUBG right. is kind of the really date like PUBG is everything I wanted Daisy to be. Okay, because in Daisy the whole idea is really to survive. Like you actually have to eat food and drink water. Oh. Like you have to Damn. live. Yeah, imagine having. <laughs> I mean, to do you'll that. bleed out. Like if you get shot yeah. and don't bandage it, yeah. like you literally will bleed in like thirty seconds. <laughs> I imagine yeah. if they added that to post. Oh, it'd be brutal. <laughs> but anyways, so like, yeah. but that was the kind of annoying part. The fun mm-hmm. part was you'd go get military weapons mm-hmm. and fight people. Oh, okay. So like, that's all I was doing in Day Z yeah. was like gearing up and trying to fight other people. Yeah. So then when I played PUBG, I'm like, this is literally everything that game yeah. I wanted it to I be. Wanted it to be. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, uh, I love I love PUBG. I I do play on mobile because I have a PlayStation. Um, but I would really love for it to to come over to the PlayStation. I just I'll give it some time. Yeah, you never know. I mean, maybe I don't know what the deal is with that. But yeah, uh, I, I do recommend it, guys. It's uh, one of the, you know I haven't played recently. Mm-hmm. I will say the negative about the game. So we're not just giving you a bunch of positives. I don't know how this is on mobile. But when I stopped playing, the reason I stopped playing was because um, of the network. Um, basically, the network settings in the game. And what I mean by that is, if you play most competitive shooters, or really any online game, there's a limit to the ping, which is the the yeah. latency between users yeah. and between the server. <laughs> so if you, it takes your signal, your internet signal, you know, a hundred milliseconds to get to the server, right? Well, in most games, they limit that so that everybody's kind of. You, like sync. every yeah the, yeah the the information so you don't pull being the sent trigger and in some you shoot at somebody but they're actually ten, 10 meters to yeah. the right yeah um but what had there's no that doesn't exist in PUBG right. so what you ended up having because the game grew so popular so fast you had a lot of players coming from China and, and Asia yeah and, and their their yeah. network yeah. latency I saw was, the video about that. yeah the network latency was just miserable yeah and it's like. That's literally what would happen. Like you'd you'd run into a building and you would die and not even see anybody. And it was like you got killed by it, and it would be like ten Chinese symbols, and you're like, well, this isn't even, you know. Um, rage, so it just got rage to, quit. Well, it just got to the point where I was like, why am I even playing this? Like, I, I get when somebody's better than me, and I'm yeah. cool. Like, yeah, you know, if I run in a room and dude gets the drop on me, yeah. But like when I can't even see somebody, or I've got my my reticle on somebody, and I'm lighting him up, and like there's no blood spray, and then he suddenly jumps. And then kills you. And then kills me. And I'm like, what? You know that. So that just it takes <laughs> yeah. the fun away. That, so. That's definitely one of the big things. And also, the physics in PUBG are not uh, not very realistic. Yeah, you hit like, a little rock and the, your car the flips car over. Flies, so. flies to the sun and back. There's <laughs> a lot of crazy things that uh, almost like uh, 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 some some things that happen in Grand Theft Auto. I mean, yeah, just kind of like stuff. W- wanky mechanics you know well you got to think i mean they're writing literally they're writing the phys- laws of physics that govern that world yeah so that's a very complicated thing to do it seems pretty and, complicated and you can't really nail all the variables so yeah. like you get it pretty close <laughs> but then there's a certain combination of things that happen that those mathematical equations that just makes go cars fly yeah those, the, the equation just breaks basically yeah. and, and stuff happens that shouldn't happen yeah. so um yeah, it, it's it's not a perfect game, but it's certainly fun, especially if you're a competitive person. And PUBG's a lot definitely of fun. check it out. Um, okay, so what uh, what's next on the agenda? What do we have for this week's breakdown? We have Darth Bane. 
So, ooh, Darth little, Bane. Little Sith action for you guys. <laughs> um, so, Darth Bane is, um, you know, a lot of, there was a, actually a book trilogy about him. Okay. He's never mentioned in the main six movies. Okay. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, he's mentioned in the Clone Wars, which is the cartoon. The, yeah, the animated TV series. Which if you guys haven't watched that, definitely do it. Oh yeah, um, that's where you get a bulk of your information. Yeah, there's a lot of good character development in that. Um, so really, the first information we had about Darth Bane came from a book trilogy, and um, Darth Bane. Um, really, to give you a high level overview, is the Sith Lord that created the rule of two. So in all the Star Wars movies, we see. There's the Emperor, the Master, and then his apprentice. Yeah. Um, and that rule that there should only be two Sith at any time was started by Darth Bane. Um, so Darth Bane, was uh, his name is Dessel. He was a real poor guy, born into a you know a mining world, basically, and that's yeah. he was a day laborer. That's how it, that's how it starts. It always starts, Being man. poor. Yep. <laughs> you get that chip on your shoulder, oh, man. Being poor will start it all. Um, and basically, you know... He was working in the mines, and uh, he ends up basically killing a Republic officer. And by the way, guys, this has taken place a long time before the movie. So we're, yeah. you know, a long, long time. And also, by the way, before we get into the majority of this, the majority of what I'm about to tell you is not considered canon. Yeah. Um, because after Disney kind of did their wipe of nothing but the movies and the video games that we've released in this period of time has been is canon. So. Yeah. Um, this isn't. This may change in the future if they decide to release another book or another video game or another movie based on this character. We, we know the truth, Disney. Yeah. We know the truth. They're trying to make that money, but yeah. <laughs> I don't blame them. And I hope that we do get a movie on on Darth Bane or That'd something be like wonderful. that. Um, so, anyways, he uh, basically killed a, a Republic um, soldier and was afraid of getting imprisoned and whatnot. So he went on the run. And at this time, the Sith were actually. Um, large in number, they were so not like a brotherhood. Right? Yeah, the brother. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The brotherhood of darkness is what they called themselves. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so uh, he ran away, and he basically decided, "I'm going to go join up with these guys." And he becomes like a foot soldier, more or less. Mm-hmm. They called the Gloomwalker, uh, Gloomwalkers, basically. Um, and it was discovered at one point by one of the Sith lords that. Hey, this guy's force sensitive, which uh-huh. means you know he could use he the could force. Use force. So they were like, "We got some other plans for you, buddy." So they you know they yank him out of the the infantry basically and yeah. um, take him to Corbin, which Corbin is like the Sith, uh, where the Sith Academy was. It's mm-hmm. kind of like I don't want to say their home world, but more or less it's where their base of operations, kind of yeah. all their temples and all that kind of stuff are all located there. So um, on Corbin, they started training Darth. You know, he wasn't he was called Bane at this point, but he wasn't called Darth Bane. Mm-hmm. Actually, none of the Sith at that point in time were allowed to take the title of Darth because the guy that was in the head of the Brotherhood of Darkness basically said that's going to encourage infighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we don't want that, t- you know, people basically killing each other for a title. For, for a title. And, and basically at that point the organization was weakened because over the history of the Sith that's what had been happening. Yes. They want, you know, you get greedy, you get power hungry. Yeah. yeah, you get power well, I mean, hungry. That's kind of the whole premise of the dark side, you know. Right. It's like you have You're to, seeking power, right? Yeah. So as a part of that, they would start killing each other. So to pre- prevent that, yeah. he basically took the title of Darth and said, we're not doing that shit anymore. Yeah. Um, so he was Bane at that point, started training. You know, a lot of things. I mean, I'm not going to run through everything, but more or less... Um, he he finds Revan's Holocron and starts to learn all these things. He loses faith in the Brotherhood and finds them kind of weak. Well, Darth Revan is uh, the Sith Lord that pretty much he he championed the idea of the rule of the two, and then uh, Bane, Bane kind of implemented actually, actually implemented it. Yeah, and Revan's yeah. another interesting character, which is technically not canon anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. and we can maybe at a later date we can talk about him also. But yeah. uh, Bane finds his holocron, he kind of gets these ideas and learns powers and understands there's a lot more to the dark side than what they're being taught mm-hmm. and and what the what they're. And I don't want to say that they're like purposefully not teaching them, but at that point the Sith organization had been so diluted, yes, that they didn't like they weren't well, touching they, the capability. Of well, what they, they could were be doing, they right? were a lot like the Jedi, right? Yeah, the, the, like the Jedi had the Jedi Order, and then there was the the Brotherhood of Darkness, right? 
So yeah, when um, when Bane was off looking for the Holocron of Revan, basically, um, the other Sith had headed to Rusan to kind of head off the Jedi, and they were kind of it was fighting time. They were yeah, you know, it was their they were ready to go for it. Yeah, they're they're trying to take him down, trying to end it. Um, yeah. And Bane obviously didn't do that. And and this whole time too, Bane is kind of like because of the power struggles in the Sith, and he's so like has so much potential. Mm-hmm. He's constantly a target. Yeah. So he's People are trying to assassinate him, and yeah. they're you know sending people after him. Well, and inadvertently, they're kind they're kind of making him their worst nightmare. Yeah, absolutely, because yeah. he's they're it's, he's they're validating his ideas, right? Um, that how can we possibly survive if we're just trying to kill each other? Yeah, all exactly. The time? I mean, if we're gonna try to smoke each other all the time, let's just have it set up like master the strongest. Yep, and then an apprentice. Yep, and when the time comes. Yeah, the apprentice Kill him. kills the master. Yeah. and takes his place. Yeah, absolutely. But better to be stabbed by someone you you know is ready for the mantle than by some stranger, I guess. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, basically, Bane um, finds a holocron, learns all this stuff, and he heads to Rusan to kind of solidify his plan. He's got to get rid of all these Sith if he yeah. wants to. You know, enact this rule too. He's got to get rid of everybody well, else. It, it's too many people, <laughs> right? Right. Um, we got uh, sixty-nine too many. So he basically um, he talks them into trying to perform a ritual to defeat the Jedi, where they kind of imbue Bane with like this ridiculous amount of dark side power. And before they can get done with that, um, one of the other guys again back to the power struggle says. Yeah. Wait, if he, if we do this, yeah. we're not going to be able to stop him. Yeah. So he like pulls the plug on that ritual, basically, and um, he's probably the first one to go. Well, yeah, getting in the way, <laughs> You're getting in the way. Yeah. So basically, that guy's name was Khan, and he ends the ceremony, and he uh, pulls the other Dark Lords out too, and and basically, there he's like, you know what? Never mind this. We don't. Let's not do this. Let's mm-hmm. go. We want to. Well, we're going to cut him down. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do this the old-fashioned way. Yeah. So they, you know, they head out. They're going to go attack the Jedi head-on. Um, but obviously, that's easier said than done. Um, and what eventually ends up happening, you know, there's a lot of small details. But um, he convinces this guy because they are basically being defeated, the Sith, and he says, yeah. "You need to use the thought bomb." And it's another Sith ritual that basically is an extremely powerful attack that targets yeah. everybody that's force sensitive and basically destroys their mind. Holy crap. So they the Sith kind of retreat into this tunnel system and Bane is convinced the other Sith Lord that this is what they're gonna do. So they yeah. retreat into this tunnel system and they start performing this ritual. Yeah. And the Jedi, of course, follow them in there. Yeah. Um and the Jedi think all the Sith are in this tunnel. Yeah. Um and but they're not. Guess who isn't? Darth Bane. Darth Bane. So He's outside, you know. He's he's like, oh, I did it. Yeah. So basically, they that's what happens. The Sith it pull it pull their ritual off. Yeah. Release the thought bomb. It kills all the Jedi in the tunnels. All the Sith, and because all the Sith die, the Jedi think the Sith are gone. Yeah. We've just we've done it. They destroyed oh, but themselves. Darth Bane wasn't even in there. Right. So right. he kind of man. That's his. Yeah. That's how the the illusion starts that yeah. the Sith are gone. gone. Yeah. And that's where, you know, even get to the, the movies in the first episode yeah, one. Jedi seem very clueless. Yeah, even up all the way up to episode one, we see, yeah. you know, the, the Sith are back. We didn't know they were around. Yeah. So um, that's kind of his, his huh. come to, yeah. to, to, to hiding in the shadows. While he's also on that planet, though, he finds his apprentice. He finds this girl um, named Xana who, mm-hmm. and she came to the planet with the Jedi um, but they kind of got separated, and she had been like living with this bouncer guy um, in the meantime. Yeah. And then the Jedi came and found her again, and thought that like the bouncer guy was a bad guy. Yeah. And they mistakenly kill him. Oh, and but that was her companion. That was her companion. So oh. she like is she's force sensitive, and she basically like kills the Jedi. Wow. That, yeah. And um, and Bane finds her not too long after that, yeah. and can sense her force sensitive potential, and sense all that kind of rage inside yeah, her. And he's exactly. like, "This is the one right here." Found the one. Yep. <laughs> um, so he kind of takes her with him, and at first she kind of only goes with him because like out of fear. Yeah. Which I mean, this powerful Sith Lord, right? And yeah, you just killed, exactly. 
your yeah. your friend just died. You just killed some Jedi. Yeah. Like you're law. You know. Yeah. What do you do? So, um, she goes with him, and uh, that's kind of the start of their whole spiel. Yeah. Which I won't go into that. But basically, Master and apprentice. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> she kind of you know he's training her, and yeah. she becomes a master of cis sorcery. Okay. So mind tricks and. All kinds of crazy stuff, like making well, people go like, insane. It's like Emperor Palpatine. He does yeah. uh, Sith sorcery. Yeah. So it's a different type of yeah. dark side, you know, outside of like where Anakin or Vader. Right. Um, or even Bane or more like physical, yeah. like pat prowess, stuff like that. One of my favorite things about Darth Bane, though, before, uh, before we move on, um, is at one point he, I think it's the Temple of Freed and Nod. So he's trying to collect holocrons to mm-hmm. learn about the the dark side from the old Sith Lords. Mm-hmm. So Freed Nod is a fallen Jedi. And in this temple, he gets basically comes across these creatures called Orbalisks. And they kind of attach to his skin. And they're causing him like insane amounts of pain. But they're basically like their shells are invincible. Mm-hmm. Like lightsabers can't even penetrate them. Wow. So he gets... Then they end up covering his basically his entire body. He lets them? And he lets them because... He's basically now a walking suit of impenetrable armor. That's some real dark side stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, like, you know, but he's in pain the whole time. Yeah. And they're also releasing um, certain chemicals and stuff. They're yeah. almost making his connection with the dark side even stronger. Holy crap. So he's, he, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff yeah. about Darth Bane. And yeah. I, you know, I don't, there's, it's almost too much to talk about. It. Yeah. It's literally well, three books worth of stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you guys, if any of that interests you and you want to learn about the guy that kind of got the sit to where they were um, in the movie... Um, I definitely recommend you go read them. Even no one cared who I was until I put on the obelisk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's um, that's the long and short of, of Darth Bane. There, uh, basically, uh, killed a bunch of Sith, killed a bunch of Jedi, started the rule of two, um, and did a lot of badass stuff in between there. So we'll move on and uh, we'll go into our group watch, which is uh, Game of Thrones. So uh, we are on episode three of season one, um, and man, it's uh, we're starting to get more and more. You know, the thing I love about Game of Thrones is like the you know it's it's, it's funny how general it was. I, yeah, when the first couple episodes are just so general, yeah. but each one I feel like we we feel like the scope is narrowing. Yeah, like we're, you know, we're starting hole. to learn more. Yes. That we're starting to go down the rabbit hole yeah. a little bit more. Starting to learn like. The plot's like starting Learn to... the different characters and where they stand, their morality, their yeah. ethics, and how that's going to clash with or how the you other think characters. it's going to. Yeah. 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 That's the other thing is it's, yeah. you know, it's setting you up for one thing and you don't ever know what's going to happen. But watch over here, watch over here, watch over here. Bang! <laughs> yeah. So, what was your favorite part of this episode? Uh, my favorite part of this episode had to be um, with uh, Aya. Training with her... Yeah, the Bravos. With her uh, dance teacher. Yeah, the yeah. Bravos sort of struck her. Oh, I mean, that, that, that right there is kind of like... It, it. I think I like it so much because she's finally getting to do what she wants. Yeah, you can see that in her face. She's, yeah. she's losing, but she's got like such this look of like, finally, right. I'm getting to train. Yeah, like... She, well, and I think it's funny... Uh, uh, I'll, I'll get to that here in a bit, but it, it is awesome. Like, because she, she constantly says... Uh, I don't want to be a lady. I don't want right. to be a lady. I don't want to be a lady. You know, I don't want to be like Sansa. I don't want to be. A, and she wants to fight. She wants to shoot arrows. She wants to be a warrior. You know, and right. she finally gets that opportunity. And she's been a little bit of a brat about it, but she immediately falls in love with it. You know, she she likes her her dance instructor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. uh it's funny because if you if you listen in the episode, uh, everybody keeps calling her a boy. Yeah, and she says I'm a girl. <laughs> but the episode prior to that, she says I don't want to be a lady. I don't want to be a lady. I don't right. Want. And so that's that's just one of those small tidbits I thought was kind of yeah. Funny. One of my favorite things about that scene too is is Ned at one point is watching through the doorway. Yeah, her training. Yeah, and at first he sees how much she's enjoying it. Yeah, 
And um, he's like smiling. He's yeah. like, fuck, I get to see her. I'm glad she loves us so much. Yeah. Like, because he's a warrior too. Exactly. So he's got to take some pride and enjoyment in seeing his children like flourish in that environment. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then there comes a point where her teacher is like constantly beating her. Yeah. And he's saying, you're, you're dead. And you're dead. Yeah. And his smile like fades. Fades. And he's like, fuck. Yeah. Well, I'm going to see my children die. Like, like going down this path. Well, like, he knows he knows where the sword leads. Yeah, he you knows know? the reality Those of that. Those that right? live yeah. by the sword die by the sword. And, and right. He, and then that scene that you're talking about, his PTSD kicks in hard. Yeah, you can actually. One of the cool things that I picked up on this time is in the audio. Yeah. Um, you know, they're just fighting with wooden swords. Yeah, but you can hear metal. Swords. You can hear metal clanking, yeah. and I'm like, man, that is. I didn't never picked up on that before. Yeah. But like you, like you said, with his PTSD, he, that's yep. what he's, he's envisioning. All the battles that yeah. he's had prior to, yeah, and he doesn't want that for his daughter. I mean, at the end of the day, he's proud that she wants to right, fight, right? But at the same time, he doesn't want to see her suffer like he suffered, right? I mean, and he, potentially worse. Well, he knows what she's about to go through. I mean, right? And, and he's a warrior. He understands. He he doesn't want it for her, but he knows that that's where she's headed, right? You know, and it, it, it's it's. It looks like some really good foreshadowing. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it looks like. Um, so for me, one of my favorite scenes, and it's not really a specific scene per se, but just mm-hmm. a segment, is more when John and Tyrion are up on the wall. Uh huh. And, and it's not so much. I mean, their dialogue is great. Yeah. And obviously, they develop some respect for one another. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool how their relationship gets set up. Episode three. Yeah. Then they literally like don't see each other. Yeah. You know, and this is a spoiler, so if you guys haven't watched the show, what have you been doing for the last couple of years? But, you know, then we get to, like, so far down in the series. I mean, yeah. it's seasons, and they finally see each other again. And, like, you're reminded that, like, they built that early respect right, for because, one another. Right, uh, he, he, uh, they had this uh, relationship where Snow was like, you know, you're not a bastard. And then he looked, Tyrion looks at Snow, and he's like... All, all dwarves are bastards, yeah. Yeah, all dwarves are bastards in the eyes of their father, you know. And so they're like, they kind of relate to one another, right? Yeah. Well, there's also when um, when Tyrion builds the saddle, yeah, for for Bron, Bron. for Bron, and his brother is like Bran, not Bron, Bran. Yeah, and his his big brother is like, why are you why are you doing this? He's like, I got a soft spot for cripples and broken things yeah you know so oh and bastards he mentioned yeah. bastards so it's like he automatically he, he identifies yeah. for anyone who's an outcast you know yeah but one of my, my favorite thing about that is like the scenery oh yeah like that trench there's a shot where like you this is this trench of yeah. snow and ice yeah. and i'm like that is just cool like the concept <laughs> that they're on this yeah giant wall yeah you know that's ridiculously high up, and that like the face of it looking down, it's just such a, it's imposing, and like it, is. it feels like like every time I look at it, it's just intimidating, but also like hopeless. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's no way, there's nothing but death here. Yeah, you can't get over it. You no. can't do anything, and if you come near it, you're just gonna die. You're gonna yeah, die. So, so that's one of yeah. the. It's like they did such a good job in developing that yeah. scenery that like mm-hmm. it really like I'm just impressed every time I watch it. Yeah. Um, because it's it is exactly what it needs to be. It's like this right. kind of mysterious, imposing, hopeless mm-hmm. gateway to like the other the, side, the, the rest of the world, yeah. which you don't even the, know what's up there. Yeah, what's over there? Yeah. So um, you know, and obviously, the more the series gets into and the things that are happening in the mm-hmm. last season, like that, even like it's such a cool area of the yeah. world and things that yeah. are happening up there. And it also it also uh, makes you wonder, like. Who built this giant yeah. wall? You know, and yeah. How did they build? How did that's what I mean. You know? As an engineer, I'm sitting there like, how, how did you raise did, that yeah. much ice? You know, yeah, so. and cut it so straight. You know, so yeah, I don't know, yeah. but um, it's that's that's probably out of this episode the thing that stuck out to me. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to go on too long, but uh, I hope you guys are following along with the show. I'm enjoying watching it again oh, yeah. every week, yeah. and uh, it's such a good show. And like we've said, you get I, so much more yeah. detail out of it every time. And you, I definitely don't mind watching it again. No, not at all. No. Especially because I know by the time I get to the last, we get to the last season, the new season. Show yeah, we're gonna begin. be. I'm gonna be so hyped. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyways, that's uh, that's pretty much it for most of the content we have. So what's uh, what's going on with the group? Uh, so some things with the group, of course, we're still uh, working to stand up the uh, 
the actual club. Yeah. And so we're getting the membership cards in, and once I get those in, we will, uh, you know, start getting those out to people. Also, our next group meet is the 22nd okay. of July. We're going to be at Max Doe House. We're going to be upstairs? We're going to be upstairs this time. It's going to be an exclusive event. You know, it's just going to be us. We're going to control the environment, and we're going to we're gonna do some cool stuff there. Cool. Um, next event we have is the 15th. Yeah, which is, uh, so if you're listening to this on a Friday, yeah. should be, it should be this Sunday. This Sunday, we're going to be at... Extreme Laser Combat Arena. Ooh. Yeah, so... Lasers. Laser tag. Combat. Yeah. Arena. And they have one of the most advanced laser combat arenas in Kentucky. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That's at 3101 Pond Station Road uh, here in Louisville, Kentucky. So you were kind of telling me about this. And one of the things that I thought was cool about specifically this laser tag arena was that... Um, normally when you play laser tag, you know, if you've played before, guys, you get shot and you just have to wait. Yeah, you wait like five seconds. Five, ten seconds or whatever, and then you're back. Yeah. And that kind of like, to me, is broken. Because you yeah. could just like follow around the person that that's shot exactly you and just like harass. Or you like follow somebody around and just harass them basically. But yeah. um, but with this, you, you know, have, you, you have, have to go to back go, to yeah. a respawn. So it's only, again... To me, anything that emulates a video game, I'm going right. to like, which yeah. emulates the way you play a video game. Yeah, exactly. Um, you have to go back to your base station to respawn. Another cool thing about uh, this arena is that they have these ant- these weapons crates. And whatever your weapon is, yeah. you might start out with a pistol or a rifle, but you go to an ammo crate, press the button, and now you have a submachine gun or a sniper rifle. Yeah. So... Pfft. Yeah, I'm trying to get that machine gun. I don't think you need a sniper rifle in an enclosed building. But. Uh, yeah, some machine gun probably going to be the thing that I, <laughs> I, I would appreciate a lot more, yeah. especially in a CQB environment like that. Yeah, but, uh, so so yeah, we're going to have uh, the laser tag event is going to be on the 15th. Yep, Sunday. Then on Sunday, and then on the Sunday after that, on the 22nd. We're going to have the group meet at Max Doe House. Max Doe House. Yeah. And then um, also, so uh, we've got the, the ball rolling. Uh, Cardinal moved to their new location on New Cut Road. Hey. Hey. So um, what we're going to be doing is every Monday I will be there um, and hopefully some other people. At this point, we've got a, a small group of people that have, have planned to be there every day. Yes. Or every Monday. I'll so, be there every other week. Yeah, whenever you're free. Um and we've got some, so it's not just going to be me, but there'll be enough people to play <laughs> games of Magic yes. with. Or whatever else you want. If you guys have some other card Yu-Gi-Oh, game. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Ball Super. Super. Yeah, this is just a, a set time that you, if you want to play these games and you want other people to play them with, we're going to be at the we'll shop. We'll be there. Come and up, hang we'll, out. We'll teach you. Not only will we be there, yeah, we'll teach you. So if you want to learn, absolutely, we'll be there to teach you. And not only that, you don't have to bring anything. If you don't, it doesn't matter if you have cards or not. We have starter decks for you to play with. Yeah, and um, we've got um, everything you'll need. So literally, you don't need to bring anything but yourself. So come hungry, leave happy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's going to be a pretty good time, guys. Um, I was up there this Monday, just kind of testing the waters. They had a decent crowd up there of other people, and everybody that comes up and plays there is is just like we talked about earlier about yeah. being in the nerd community and yeah. helping everybody. I mean, oh, they have a super positive community yeah very, and it's real casual and yes, fun very so, helpful you know you're not going to be playing against people that are just there to, to beat you and right or people who have this elitist mentality to think that you don't deserve to learn like it's very open and very welcoming yeah so um check that out guys we'll be there starting this monday which will be the 16th and then we'll be there every monday unless something happens um, um from here on out so uh that's all i got also, everybody, make sure that you check for the podcast in the group. Yeah. Uh, we'll be dropping it Friday morning, so you should be able to listen to it on your way to work yep. or on your your daily commute. Um, there's a new feature in the group that allows us to have announcements. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good. So look for those announcements. Also, there's a new announcement tab in the group. So if you don't catch the announcements, which you should, go to the <laughs> announcement tab. Just in case. And the podcast will be there for you to watch. Yeah, every single episode will be there. We'll probably be able to move the old ones. Correct. Over there also. So there should be an easy way for you to go back and look at the old links to the, the episodes. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, as always, you know, thanks for listening. And um, we appreciate the support. And don't forget, guys, uh, like, the, like, comment, share. 
um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you are if you listen on iTunes or any Google Play, rate review the show, um, whatever you can do. Um, Make sure you subscribe. Yeah, and because that way you know you'll get the, the notification. You don't Correct. have to wait for us to post it in the group. You'll get the notification as soon as it uploads, which is usually sometime between five and seven a.m. Um, and you know, obviously, we want your feedback. If you guys want us to talk about something, send us an email. Yeah. Um, we have a nerd like me media at gmail.com. You can email us there. Um, you can drop us a message. You can comment on the posts. You can um, do all that. But uh, if you guys like like the show, please let us know. Um, if you listen to the if you don't don't if you agree with something we say if you don't agree with something we say <laughs> it doesn't matter comment, comment on the post yeah. like we want this is supposed to be another fun way for us to interact so right. you guys don't just have to to sit there and listen to us talk for an hour yeah, and be then, interactive tell yeah, us something tell us something and we'll, we'll uh, probably dr- drop dumpster fire memes in your <laughs> on your replies in the thread but yeah. um but really guys we appreciate the support Aaron and i really enjoy doing this and um we're uh you know really excited for a lot of stuff we got going on so Uh, We wouldn't be here if it weren't for you guys. So thank you. And remember, for a nerd like you, there's a nerd like me.